Welcome to episode 167 of Tactical Crouch. It's 12.27 p.m. We are 27 minutes late for starting this 27 show. minutes on time. You know, in some parts of the world, we are 33 minutes early. Correct. Exactly. That's actually, that's actually correct. Not ne next week anymore. Do you, you know, like, I'm, I, during my, I had, like, a vacation week last week, right? And I was reading mm. this book called Why We Sleep. And that made it way worse to find out, like, how bad it is that we keep switching. Like, you know how much suffering we're doing? But by just, like, that daylight saving times flip? We're basically killing a couple of hundred thousand people in terms of suffering. Why? What day is it, chat? I'm not sure exactly what day we are on, personally. But we're here. We're I mean, here. that's also... We... That's, that's a good pandemic question. We are sure. indeed... Is it March still? It is still March. Oh, that's good. We're marching through which March. Uh, which March? Twenty-one March or twenty March? The March of the Blue Meanies. True. You, you know what actually happened in Germany? You you guys will enjoy this. We we've actually had our American moment. So our <laughs> oh, government no. went like our government went like okay, we go into close down like everything for two more days around Eastern. And we're going to handle it that way and like everyone stays at home and like that type of stuff like only a couple of uh stores are uh, able to open only get groceries on like sunday and whatnot and then also we're not going to open any religious like you know churches or mosques or whatever synagogues like and then the the, the christian church just went no and then our government went <laughs> Understandable. Have a nice day. We're rolling that back, rolling that back. So now we are open during that. <laughs> it's, just, it's amazing how that works. How about we don't? Yeah. So now, not full lockdown here. How's it for you guys? Uh, California went to orange tier yesterday or today. Uh, the governor comes on every once in a while and she seems to have uh, positive things to say. So. We're doing all right, I think. At least in my state. I don't know. Hmm. We'll um, figure it out. Anyways, we're going to talk about Overwatch as much as we can today because there's a lot of fun stuff to talk about here in the notes. Before we do, though, hi. We are glad you're here. If you like the show, go to patreon.com slash tactical crowds. Yeah. We really appreciate, <laughs> we really appreciate uh, your support. Uh, if you like the show and want to support it, go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Again, that's patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Let's talk about the news, though, brought to you by our patron producers, Refine Bean, Fredino, Battlecrab, Lotion, Rex Zane, Sir Girthalot, Porkchop, Sammy, Kasha67, Shara, Nathan, Your Misery, Fabled Steven, Roger B, Chris R34444, and Bronzebot Boo How. Thanks so much for supporting the show. We love you. And, uh, Snap. Finger guns. Give you, give you a little snap there. 
Uh, also, uh, if you want to support the show and don't want to do it through Patreon, you can sub right here at twitch.tv slash kicktripod. We record those shows live every Wednesday at 12 to 1230-ish, whenever Yiska decides to show up, basically. Yeah, uh, and whenever my corporal form manifests that day. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, okay, let's talk about... <laughs> Uh, this first one here, and that is we've got the new and sorry. I know that I, I know the window is a little weird here. I can't show it off very well. It doesn't look like maybe. Nope. Maybe. Nope. Oh. Nope. Nope. Oh nope. god. Oh god. We're in the matrix. This is how season two ends. Come back for season Anyways, three. You can kind of oh. see it. Uh, Fleta has been revealed his, uh, or has been shown his MVP skin, um, called, what is it called again? Good versus, Good versus evil. evil. Good versus evil. Yeah. And, uh, it's pretty cool. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I think it's all right. Um, I kind of wished it was a little bit more like white and gold for the angel it feels a little like close to like the the echoes like normal like color scheme so it just feels like echo and like a devil cut in um but i think like the concepts really you know uh fits for a number of reasons um just looking at his career as a whole just an absolute you know nothing to something story just rags to riches through and through i think the only thing that's really missing is is an actual like championship and i think he's really done it all um mm. i think the hero is very accurate to you know his his play style but just his his flexibility as a whole just i think i think everything is a, is a knockout of the park i think it's an a plus um and that's most of the positive things i have to say regarding flood is mvp skin so we did get kind of some bad news though or i th i think it's bad news uh, this is the last MVP skin that we'll be getting in the game. Okay. Dude, I had a temper tantrum yesterday. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't like, it's not what you guys think. Mm -hmm. Like the, like the people that were with me in discord didn't have a great time with me being like a, a knob about it. But like, is it really not obvious that this doesn't mean we're cutting all esports achievement recognition? Like, mm hmm. Oh, bro. Like, esports recognition there, that generates money for the company, I guess. Yeah, but like, uh, I mean, did you have the impression that these were not kind of like hype moments that for the investment of time, they were actually the return of it? It's actually quite sweet. It's like a good thing to do generally. Like it, it, the the cost reward ratio seemed seem never to be a problem. It's also like something to for people to spend their bliss bucks on that they get through viewing, adding a yeah. further incentive to that. So then, like the the reception and like the hype of it. Like for instance, it's the most viewed. Uh, video on the YouTube channel, for instance, like every time one of these skins is announced, like this creates a lot of buzz mm -hmm. for the Overwatch mm -hmm. League. So I don't understand how we arrive at the point where we think they just cut it and like are just going to be unceremonious dicks about it. 
I don't understand how that's the implication. Like some people said, oh, it probably wasn't profitable. Like, come on, dude. My brain's melting for, uh, going into that direction. It seems very, very, very obvious for the reasons that we've mentioned on this podcast that we're simply getting a different cosmetics or monetization uh, method or another way to commemorate these plays or players in a different way that doesn't necessarily mean the skin. Is the framing of this pretty bad, especially in the current context? Yes. Is that unusual for Blizzard? Hell no, my dudes. So, like, <laughs> so I was... you don't think that they're that they're removing MVP <clears throat> skins in the future to shield themselves from the potential nah. of nah zero percent chance. Uh, see, I think I'm I disagree. A little bit more. I think I I'm disagree. a little bit more charitable to that idea. I don't think that's the only reason why. Um, being and hopefully I'm representing John's point here, but you know, celebrating people who could turn out to have or or do things um that are definitely negative in the future or in the past and they come to light let's um, just lie on down and die shall we yeah, yeah and 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 that's where i'm just like that that i i i choose to believe that that's not a significant reason but i i do think that probably played a role in maybe moving away from these um and, and to Yiska's point i do think that we'll probably get something similar but it's it's a constant just why can't you just kind of help us be positive? Just be like, hey, look, you know, they're going away, but we've got something in the future works. Just, you know, stay tuned. And immediately tells me that like, hey, OK, you know, let's just wait and see what they have for us. I, I instead of just going, this is the last one. Bye. I think that this is a decision that was made in the last two, three weeks, whatever, however long it's been. Um, I, I really do. Oh, I think that that was a decision. I think that they already had a timetable for release for this skin. And yeah. so they didn't craft additional messaging or come up with additional solutions for it. Now, if Yiska, I think, hold on. Nah. If Yiska yeah. is, is correct in saying that there isn't a, like a, a profitability cost type factor in it, which I agree with Yiska. I think that, uh, Overwatch League could do better by tying more skins to esports to get more people involved. If anything, it's shown that it's one of the most, uh, one of the the best ways they've integrated the casual audiences into uh, the Overwatch League esports. If it's the most viewed video on their YouTube, I think that just speaks to it even more. So, mm. assuming that is not the case, I think Overwatch League and can you know f contenders even who cares. Um, should be looking to for ways to integrate more cosmetics and get out get out of here with your sprays. Um, by the way, um, yeah. I don't I don't think that sprays are effective at all. I think emotes, highlight intros, and skins are the only way that you bring meaningful. Um, like, I got one up for you. Theoretically, like okay. the the idea, like to me. I don't know, like, I'm supposed to be the curmudgeon, guys. Like, why am I the... Uh, is everyone else cynical about this? And I'm high on this. It, I don't understand. Is my personality type just be, to be against you guys at all times? No, like, it might be. Dumb. It might be. I think you're just being... Like, you're just... I think you're just misreading the situation... The... What, what is actually going on? Uh, wow. Now I'm... Do you want to blood bet on it? I mean, what, what, are, what are the verification steps... Yeah, you're gonna have to say, some KPIs like, here. John Spector coming okay. out and saying we're not doing it because 
of Sinatra? Mm, oh, you mean it? Okay. I okay. I don't think. I think the verification step is to have a recognition of a specific player within a system in the game. Mm -hmm. You think that there and will I think, be? So you're saying you're lord betting me, or you want me to lord bet you that we never see a player specific skin in the game ever again? Yeah. So in other words, if it never happens, you never okay, get to call skin, me lord. It it depends on the. Like what I think we're not having skins anymore for Overwatch 2, very likely, because that's not a exploitable enough uh, monetization scheme. What we might be getting is weapon skins, Hold on like here. Okay, pants okay. for instead of like full skins or whatever. So like not saying MVP skins is like, dude. Like honestly, to me it feels like. It is equally likely that we are getting giving the MVP the chance to design a hero with the development team than whatever we account like apparently everyone else is reading into this situation. I agree that the the messaging and the context of whatever is happening right now is really unfortunate. Also, keep in mind the fact that the skins are already ready when usually we get them around season, uh, stage three, right? Uh, the the MVP skin. Uh, I mean, that's maybe I. It was just ready for now. Why is it ready for now? Oh, because we're announcing something about skins in the future that therefore would feel bad if we go like, oh, skins are going away, but here's a skin. Like, that's why they had to rush it or something like I that. Almost, that's equally likely to, to me as whatever Doom script everyone else is Do you prefer that, though? Just personally, do you prefer to have, like, a Prophet Brigida weapon skin versus, like, a whole, like, detailed, like personalized skin fully depends on what they want to do like sure of course maybe it, the, it's the, the one on one, sure. one one is not but maybe you want to recognize role stars and give them some sort of memento where you can't sure. spend as much time but what you can do is give role stars because it feels more overwatchy to reward role stars instead of a season mvp because Agreed. the roles are so different it's really hard to mess like to measure them against each other so it seems more in the in the mindset of Overwatch as a team game and as a role centric game to reward role stars and have like a meaningful uh, consideration of those and you can't design realistically 12 skins for the 12 yeah. role stars I mean, right that makes sense so you need to find a different so, system there right there is one thing and, and I'm glad um uh Animaniac brought this up Overwatch 2 was delivered with the promise that you'd be able to keep your skins from right. Overwatch 1. So we know that skins will be there. They're not... Do you think okay. that they're really going to have skins? Like, there's going to be a menu just for um, skins that you can no longer add to that collection to. I think we... Like, Maybe. whatever is happening, I don't know, like, the breakup of, of what a skin means, making it into, you know, like, if you think about how skins work in CSGO, it's like, now we have gloves, we have, like, yeah, knives, gloves, we pants. have weapon squids, yeah. Yeah. we have, like, like we, I don't know, we're starting with, like, I'm still waiting for skins or whatever. So, yeah, so just, where are the pants, up. and where is the shirt on this Echo skin? That's that's where I have to I go. Mean, Maybe it's just like an outfit like it is in like WoW where you can just have like a full like transmog set where it's just you know, a set. We, we already have that in the it. weapons, right? In the golden weapon. We already have classified uh, what, mean, what the weapon is of the 
sort of yes i think that was probably definitely one of the things that they planned on doing with overwatch it probably got dropped was was designing so, customizable weapons and stuff like that but to be fair i i, I, I actually do think yiska that you're correct in the sense that um i think characters and skins will be more customizable and monetizable in overwatch 2 um much to the conversation we talked about last week that everybody loved yeah. Everybody loved asking <laughs> us talking about how we want to be uh, given Free more of a reason to spend money <laughs> on the game. Um, but the I, th I think we are going to kind of more of those things where you can customize your character a little bit more. Um, but I think that my problem, yeah, I, I, I think Come that here. the Overwatch League is going away from naming specific uh skins or um anything in the game permanently after players so i think they didn't anyway like was already like decently separated right like we didn't have a mention of the name of the player Sure, it was just kind of subtle nods, I mean, and it was they, just a cool by that skin. logic though. Then they they wouldn't have needed to, in, you know, have Sinatra refunds yeah. on the skin. Right, it's, I think it was more it's, of what it's it not represented. named after Sinatra. It's not called the Sinatra skin. It's I forget what the name of the Doomfist one was. And to people who I'm don't sure. follow Overwatch League, there's no way that they know. That oh, it was the Zarya skin. Sure, um, the Alien Zarya. Oh yeah, sorry, Alien Zarya. Sorry, not yeah. the the Doomfist. But they was didn't the remove skin. it, right? Right, they, they did. Uh, they did not remove it. So. They gave you the option to refund it. Right. Um, yes. And the people who didn't refund it, either because they didn't know, like maybe you just saw that skin and be like, "Oh, this is cool. I have no idea who this is for, or what this is about." Mm -hmm. But that logic, I feel like they would have just kept that and instead, I don't know, donate Sinatra's salary to a charity or something every year, based off of the proceeds of that skin or something like that. And there's ways that you could just use that in a different way or something. And it's not in support of Sinatra. I think that mm. I, I, I don't think that they could have done that, but I think that that, that is a tactic that people have tried and overwatch league was actually smart enough or blizzard or whoever was actually smart enough to go. Nope. People need to have the option to not have a skin that was purchased after, um, you know, somebody who, uh, has done what they've done. So, yeah, I I, I mean, really think I, I I could totally see them doing like temporary like if there was some sort of like temporary time locked skin stuff like something goes limited in time for a only. year limited time thing like yep for the next year since this team is the champions they have a, a championship skin set. Do you get to keep it permanently, or um, is it or just not even that, for that's that year? Because it's a team, and teams I think are different. But yeah, for specific players like whatever uh, there's a Widowmaker duel or whatever. Mm -hmm. And whoever the Widowmaker champion is every year gets their, like a gets their name tattooed on the thigh of Widowmaker for a year or something like that. Whatever. I know it's dumb, right? But you get what I'm saying? Like I could see them doing yeah. it something temporary where you aren't buying the skin or aren't buying something for the permanent effect. I think Overwatch and Blizzard are trying to remove that. And obviously there's uh, I think there's 
vices and virtues to that. There's pros mm. and cons for sure. Um, I feel okay, and it, it's hard it, for me. It to, feels it's hard for me to argue in favor of player skins, especially given what's happened over the past few weeks, because I, I don't want to. Oh. Because I don't want to. Um, I don't want to make light of or um, make not a big deal of um, those situations, and I, I understand why people have that. Why they have that hesitance, fair, even fair. though personally, like not, not honestly, not even personally, I'm at a point right now where I'm bummed that, and, and it, well, actually I know just about everybody's bummed that we don't get, that we may never get a player skin again. There's not a single yeah. person who goes, good, I didn't want him anyway. Um, yeah. Like the thing is, it just, okay, that line of thinking. Okay, there are different arguments why people believe this, and I think there's a combination of things, right? The first thing is like we're pulling back anyway because like we're we're getting rid of people, esports, like that thing, like dead game, basically. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're there yet to reason that reasonably that we actually think that, especially with Overwatch Two on the horizon, we would mm -hmm. make a decision of like let's kill the esports now and walk slowly into the night. That being a signal for that, like, doesn't seem reasonable to me. Very weak argument to me. The um, the argument of like because it's so tied to the personality, dude. By the same token, you could legitimately argue because this game favors, uh, like. May, having the best players peak at a time where they cannot handle the power. And let's be honest, we are among the worst esports ever in terms of like player misconduct at the highest level. In terms of what these, like at this point, you might as well argue just scrap it for that reason. If, if that's your, uh, like the takeaway of that. I tend to be on the front of just cutting out the route, get, giving people like education on how that is absolutely not going to fly. No. Be very clear that you're going to uh, pull the full weight of the law on these people, whenever that implies. And then like stamping out the root of their problem, not fixing or trying to circumvent these issues. Like it, once again, it would be terrible if we took away uh, like something awesome from people just because of few bad assholes like ruined it for everyone right um so yeah like the the i don't think that's a an argument that really swayed only that that's I only think in the vacuum of you're not provided with any alternatives is there no other way to create some sort of cosmetic that's esports based that isn't based on player personality to be successful with less risk i think you need to you need to attach it to personality to, for it to be successful. Uh, Everything needs to be we need to attach more to personality in order to for this to be successful, not less. Yeah, we're I, already I, lacking I that to e a large degree. Yes, I mean that I, I'm not in, there in yet to say we're dead. Like, so, okay, and then yes, there, there there's is a delineation also, there, right? So, for instance, I wrote a news up about this just now and that like my argument basically was that it could be something else like for instance other developers like wealth have taken to what's like the graffiti types and like right. adding something to a map in, in in when a cool moment happens during their major events sure we have precedent like this in overwatch by the way 
that we recognize real life achievements. Like I, I remember, for instance, there's still the poster of uh, Internet Talk on Narkinwald. Yeah. Um, now we got like the Judge Venomous Judge by Judge. Venomous by Gundaya. Yeah, the new spray. The yeah, new the Junkrat spray. Yeah, um, which is cool. Got got on Blizzard. I'm not. Sh I don't think we're getting away from personalizing this game and having Leon. Yeah, yes, I think we can. By um, being, I I don't I don't think we're like. If anything, I think it's more likely that we're going to get something to immortalize Brawl Stars, for instance, and getting more of those than less. I think for Hopefully. me, that's very clearly to uh, to be the more likely option. It is just, strange that you're so positive about this yeah. because I, I really because don't. the all, alternative is just atrocious. All that, oh, one hundred percent. That's a death red lift. That's actually the reason. <laughs> why are you sitting here? I don't. Like, I don't do think, this podcast. You truly believe this? <laughs> I don't think that that's the only reason. I think there's. I, again, I think it's a lot of columns, and it's probably a portion of all of them. Um, but I think they have to. They have to supplement it in some way. Um, I just don't know that they will. And, and I'm going to hold off on any kind of judgment on that until um, I've, I've been proven otherwise with Overwatch 2. But until then, yeah, this is this is a mistake. I hope it gets reverted and I hope it gets um, I tweeted this yesterday when when we got the news, but um, I hope it gets repurposed in some way. Like you're saying, like, I, I think the the graffiti style like mementos on the map are fine. I think it's still a little bit more sterile than the skins themselves and kind of capturing, you know, what the player is and incorporating that into something that you can kind of play. Um, just looking at the Jonex skin, I think one of the top comments in the YouTube video is like um, something uh, to the degree of imagine you're so good at Zenyatta, you get your own skin made after you. I think like that already just one person kind of going, wow, like. This is really cool. I'd like to know more. I think it that just bridges the gap for the casuals. And I think that's I... not something a piece of uh, like a poster on the map does necessarily as as well. Um, I'm open to other ideas, personalizing things, but I, I think it really has to come down to like sp specific players. I don't think we're at a, a franchise level yet where you can go like, oh, I've been a shock fan for some X amount of years and, you know, I got in because they had the shock skins. It just, I, I still think esports is very personality. I, so I think, so here's, I, so I agree with you. Esports is personality driven and as, as designed, it's part of the product of esports. Mm -hmm. And so you can't remove personality from esports and have a successful right. product. I believe you can move esports from the game and still have a successful product. I don't think that CS goes success is hinged on the esports skins i think it helps but if there's something that we're seeing here you brought up uh internet hulk you brought up mm -hmm. leon is that yeah. blizzard has basically said that it is okay to recognize you in our game because of your character and not necessarily because of your performance in the game itself so those those aren't contrasting to me at all that we don't have an MVP skin anymore, but we do have these other mementos to individual people, um, one of whom was in esports, but it wasn't about what they did. It's about who they were. Right. And um, I, I can totally see 
in the future, in a, in a new Overwatch 2 monetization model where we don't get 400 skins and just loot boxes every time we level, mm-hmm. um, you know, would do you, I personally believe that if the Zenyatta, the Jonak Zenyatta skin was mm-hmm. announced as a, like a singular skin that you could buy on the store for five bucks. Okay. It would have just as many views. Nothing to do with Jonak, nothing to do with anything else. It was just a singular special skin. Mm-hmm. That's what got the views on, on, on the YouTube. Skins. Yep. On the YouTubes. That's what got the, the views on it is because it was singular and special and that it was esports was a, a minuscule bump, if any at all. I agree. I think it is a I minuscule bump, vehemently. but I think it, again, I still think that ignores the fact that we're bringing people in through these skins where they're like, wow, this is really interesting. Who is Jonak? Why is he so good at Zenyatta? What can I maybe glean from maybe watching him play? It's actually super cool that you're so good at something that you get to be immortalized within this game. I think, I think it, that's that adorably hopeful. I think we have proof of that. I think there's tangible proof. I don't think people go out of their way to make up just fake comments and just go like, oh. I mean, on a measurable scale. And again, we don't, I mean, we don't know that, that how person, measurable? we don't know that that person doesn't watch Overwatch League. All I said is imagine that you're True. so good that you have a skin named after you. I would write that comment. Hmm. Uh, sure. Fair, and I, I don't think, really watch Overwatch League. So I think that does something to people who might not watch Overwatch League or might not understand what they're necessarily looking at. Like, oh, who is New York Excelsior? What's what's that? Scroll through the comments. I I think it does some good, and I don't think it's just... I think it does some good, but I don't think that it has near the impact. Imagine if Blizzard in the future, just all of a sudden, every X amount of weeks, probably like four to eight weeks... Just okay. had a singular, exclusive, legendary skin in the store for five to ten bucks. By the way, this is sure. my this is my bet on the Overwatch Two monetization model. By the way, yeah. And are they, these tied they to esports it, at all, or is it just skins? It just skins. They announced yeah, it a couple I weeks ahead of time. I, I I dislike it too, but okay. They announce it a little bit ahead of time. They make a nice animated trailer about it. They make it a big deal, just like uh-huh. Fortnite has done when their you know new skins come sure, out, sure. and that yeah. is their most viewed content on their channels. I don't think you're losing that much by not taking the risk of tying it to a player personality. I I think it's monetarily no, like for the. For the game, it, it doesn't matter that much. For yeah. the esports, it matters a lot. Yeah. Right? A lot. Because it's I like think. one of the best types of content. Like That's probably that we get. one of the only best pieces of content. That's one of the best bridges we have, and now it's burnt. So it's like, how do we bridge that gap now? Yeah. We have to wait and see, or just it's gone because of reasons. And we'll, I don't we might think not ever know. the only way to bridge the gap between... Agreed. I don't think it's the only way. It's through the individual uh, personalities of players permanently into the game itself. I I personally don't like, and again, I personally don't like the alternative. I am personally fine with what they did with the Sinatra skin. And in fact, I think it sends a stronger message. Um, One of like, of, of hope and, and standing with uh, victims 
and and doing that. And when you recognize a player and you strip them of that title, it's much stronger of a statement than nobody gets a title at all anymore because so-and-so ruined it. Mm. So again, I don't want it to be that way. I think they're making the wrong decision if this is the decision that they're making. But I do think it's the decision that they're making. Okay, but do you think we're not getting any recognition of esports uh, achievements in the game then? Permanent recognition of individual players based off of their performance. Correct. The thing is, okay, so and the reason... I know that delineates quite a few. The, yeah, I think the reason why that seems unfathomable for, to me is like... That makes sense when you have already launched Overwatch 2 and you've decided that your stuff is dead. Then you can announce that type of stuff and make that type of decision. Mm -hmm. We're still somehow still all believing that Overwatch 2 can some do something for Overwatch viewership, right? Like, we're not just sure. rolling over, right? Like, also with the uh, F2P model and whatnot. Sure. So, like, to announce, that to dr just drop that now doesn't make not much sense. Like, you could have just said nothing. Right? Like, I think this is more, like, the reason this is in the article is because, like, you should have told us that we're never going to be able to purchase one, purchase one ever again. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, I should have told them. And now everyone's just like, I feel like this is a ridiculous misinterpretation. I would fail everyone, uh, like, literature, <laughs> in a literature course, taking those... Um, informations and interpreting that way and writing that into the exam. Well, I F, feel like everybody's interpreting exactly what they're saying, um, but they're not reading into it, I think, the as much as is the you fair. are. The interpretation yes. is not. Yeah. In fact, if you're interpreting it in other ways, That's, I think Yeah, because fail, the evidence sir. is very, very obvious to me. I think like, you fail. I would fail you, sir. I'm so ready to drop a grant on that bet, dude. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so convinced that it can't be that too. Like, I, I I agree. I don't think I don't think you're wrong. I'm just struggling to see the evidence. I think your only piece of evidence so far is that it's it's too untenable to be true. Like it, if anything, we got better at rewarding players for their achievements over the years, right? Yes, not necessarily within the game, but like now we're seeing like the the different shoes type of things, like the uh, the suitcases. All of suitcases. that is totally different. Totally different. Yes, it's yes, it's by the league. It's not necessarily by the game. It's True. by the yes. league. It's part of the esport. Yeah. It's part of yeah. It's like and, and I get it. I agree with you. I think personal players should be, um, they they should have an avenue to be remembered. In you know, immortalized in their esport, mm -hmm. like legitimately, I think like if you guys are right, then we have already decided that this esports is dead. Like internally, it's already been checked off. I just and I just hold, I just like there's no world in which I say like a, a, an esport can't be successful unless there's recognition in the game. That, well, I, that I don't think not, he's, that does not met, but the move is that. away from pulling casuals towards the hardcore audience. I agree. Something yeah. we are the worst, worst in the that. world at. Like, yeah. But I also <laughs> think that we need to be realistic about what that pull factor really does and how large that pull factor is. Um, 
we don't neither, neither of us have the numbers or the data's on data on it and we're right. both on different sides of the anecdote right of of how we feel, how impactful we think it actually is i for instance think i i'm legitimately like i find it more like reasonable to assume that a player gets to design a hero than for there to be nothing in terms you, of impact. Is that something that like makes up the difference though? Yes. In your mind? Well, I mean, that's way really? bigger, right? I mean, it is, but way like bigger. in what ways can they implement like a player personality in like the designing of a hero? Unless the hero like resembles them in some way, I suppose, at like a fundamental level. Like that, that's yeah, I mean, where I'm they, like, they wouldn't confused. take very much like the the Overwatch League doesn't take like whatever the player says and turns it into a skin. They, players give ideas and sure. can make suggestions to watch which hero they want to have. Mm -hmm. But like in the end, it's it's like the player will get some input, say like, okay, maybe this would be fun, whatever, blah blah blah. Like, I think that's again, a great I don't reward. think that's likely, right? Like that's a, like a five percent chance. Whatever sure. you're saying is two percent, although something like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and, and again, I I think we're mostly in agreement that this is like a mistake. This should be or should still be a thing. Correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm misrepresenting anybody, um, I I think where the discussion falls apart is when it comes to the details of why this is happening, what could be coming, if anything, um, and and the repercussions from it. Um, I think we're all pretty much in agreement that. We want to see MVP skins. It is successful. We should continue, I guess. Maybe that's a little bit too far, but... I'm, yeah. I'm all for it. But I think the best pull factor for eSports, and I do think that there is empirical data for this, is just in-game viewing, links on launchers, calendars, notifications, making it there not skins and this plaque happened here and all that kind of stuff. I don't think that that's as meaningful as a push factor. And I think that it operates um, at fractional values to the value of just what an in-game viewer launcher or viewer does or launcher or esports. Yeah, it's also very asymmetric investment, right? Like I, like maybe, maybe more, ignorantly i assume like the the amount of work going into designing that skin magnitude's easier than like having an implementation of live broadcasts within the client or something like this right even though we technically do have that already as we saw during the world cup technically mm -hmm. we can view i mean it's the the difference game, between yeah. building a system and building an asset though you build a system it's scalable it affects right. more people it's Yes. You, you know the cost, you know the, the time cost, you know the goals, you have measurables, you have all those mm -hmm. things. And while yes, like, and, and again, I mean, it still takes them, I would say it takes them just as long to develop that skin than it would take a team of developers to um, develop a system. But The thing is, there's, there's it, no it, it's, better way to spend, like if you have a cool MVP skin, then it double dips on value. Right, like people will like it for how it looks, the same way that they would like a skin that's otherwise there, and then it also has then, like, uh, the reason you can't make only esports skins is because like that would devalue it. 
Those, what do you mean? Those dips are not equal, though. If you're talking about double dipping in value, um, one dip is a big old chocolate cone dip. The other dip sure. is just a little bit of like a, a little cherry compared to the whole chocolate cone dip. You're not nearly but, getting the value from the, you're getting way more value from the asset itself as a skin than you are as far as a push or pull factor to, or push factor to Overwatch League. I, that, I still that, think that second like, dip is minimal. How, how much more can investors take just being taken away from, just like symbolically from whatever esports is, until you just go, I'm filing a lawsuit for fraud. Like this is this is ridiculous. Like metaphorically speaking, not literally. Yeah, in a video game. That might be a different conversation. <laughs> um, I don't yeah, care I, what the Overwatch why, like, League promised investors. I just care about. I mean, the end keep in mind there's still the a five hundred million dollar investment or something like behind this, right? So, like that that has some sway on, on a publicly investments. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, if this was just like an afterthought type of thing, but there's also like, you don't want to piss off the people that we have in this scene, right? Like, you, of course, there's other ways to, uh, like, make sure they're not upset by whatever is happening, but like, I don't know, like, you want to cook up another Morgan Stanley or like, what are you talking about? Nah, but like, people are buying, building arenas, not exclusively yeah. for this. And by the way, I also think like, a lot of those teams that currently are building the arenas will eventually necessarily become a multi-gaming organizations outside of the Blizzard Activision. They're gonna have to. Um, they're gonna have to now. I don't know if that necessarily it was in the plans in the first place, but yeah, yeah, they're gonna um, have to. But yeah, I I don't know. Like I I don't think it's it's that late into the life cycle of this esport, especially with Overwatch on the horizon, that we are philosophically making these types of moves moves like making obvious death rattles towards like this being over. I don't know. I just think that it's, I couldn't agree, disagree more about this being a death rattle or a giving up on the esport at all. I just couldn't disagree. Uh, more. It's the best content that the developer ever does for us. Everything else is atrociously bad and only prohibitive towards our enjoyment. Everything else. That's the one thing that they give us, and you, we take that away as well. I mean, like, to be fair, and again, right? So, on at face value, if it's being taken away, yes, that sucks. But I also think we're being a little bit naive if we don't think that they're adding more things into the future for esports into the game. But maybe they just right. don't have specific player personality connotations or aren't permanent. I mean, if it's around the teams, get ready to fail, my boys, because that is working for nobody in this generation. Nobody yeah. cares about your made-up, like, at I least don't, not yet. Care I Bear bullshit name. <laughs> I, don't, I don't disagree with you. Um, yeah. I, I, There's avenues that they can explore. We'll have to get there when we and get again, there. And again, like, Yiska, I, I think you're right. I think it is a net negative to remove player personality skins permanent player personality skins from the game look here's the thing because i know sometimes these people watch this from from what i'm saying i believe in you guys i do i don't think you're that there yet i actually think these guys are single cynical for once and i'm the care bear for this i think yeah, you're going to do so. amazing stuff we're going to get sweet like other types of cosmetics or like 
uh, mementos of like pro player achievement. We go actually going to increase the volume on that. Your messaging sucks. I understand you can't uh, um, explain why that is happening because like whatever is uh, attached to it, and also like the new systems not being elaborated on for Overwatch Two. Also, like a lot of the monetization schemes will hang up on the news of Overwatch. Uh, PvP eventually becoming free to play, I'm sure, and therefore they are having different systems of monetizing. I understand that you can't release it right now. Just make sure that you understand how wrong these two were, why I was right. And then I, we're yes, going to play. <laughs> I would love an R slash remind me in a year. Yeah. If you want to invite if you if you want to invite just one of us to BlizzCon eventually, you know who it is. For it. Yeah. If you, you want to be a it. shell, shell my so, shell your brains out, bro. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, well I think we'll leave it I think we'll leave it at this. Um I hope I'm wrong. And I if, agree. And if I, I am wrong, get just get a new PR department at this point. By the way, or get get a new Whatever, whatever team is deciding on this messaging and is or mm. isn't approving what's being said and isn't posting suitable follow-ups, this has, this has to be better. I think that's the big issue. This, is has, like, this has to be better because we just wasted 45 minutes of a podcast talking about something that could be clarified in a paragraph PR statement that gets yeah. put up on the Overwatch League Twitter. Don't think it's Spectre. I don't think it's League Ops. I think again, I think we this are is coming probably from the development MVP side. skins because of X. In the future, <sighs> I don't think we'll ever get that. In the future, or we, you know, we here's so if you want a PR spin, you don't want to go. Um, we think that it sets a dangerous precedent to have MVP skins. Um, about you know players who who sure. are. Young and in the future could, you know, ha have negative connotations tie back to the skins and it could be used as a vehicle of hurt in the game. Mm -hmm. um, therefore, we, you know, we decide we want to, you know, celebrate esports in our game differently, highlighting great moments, great teams, mm -hmm. great plays. Fantastic. Love and it. Limited great. time, you know, or whatever, limited time skins, celebrating player achievements. Like that. Like again, it you don't have to flesh it all out. You don't have to say everything. You have to say something. If you're taking yep. something away and you're just taking it away and you're not announcing a replacement, or even saying we have a replacement, we're not ready to talk about it yet. Sure. Fantastic. I give them that benefit of the doubt every day. Agreed. So anyways, I agree. Can we, uh, can we talk about, did you guys watch the Uber video? I did. That I did. Yes. Uh, I watched like 75% of it. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it. I like Mitch. I'm glad he's back. I think uh, the casters are one of the strongest assets of the Overwatch league. As far as the production goes. Undo. Um, Easily. That's one of the few things that we have left that, um, you know, Some of them, are, yeah. are do rival if not exceed many tier one esports, um, it's that good. And the shoulder mm -hmm. content around that is also very good. Uber yep. is back. And uh, he, he posted a video talking about just kind of the entire off season as he's gone into being a dad, how he's uh, more willing to uh, speak up and fight for himself as well as his other casters to call people out. 
Uh, because, I mean, I, I don't think anybody would, at least publicly, would say this about Uber. Uber was, you know, by far one of the the least controversial um, personalities that the Overwatch League has had on the broadcast. As far as what they're willing to say. I don't mean controversial <laughs> in the sense of, like, they're bad people. Um, yeah, yeah. But controversial in the willing in willingness to say that they they aren't as willing to ruffle feathers as, or leak yeah leak of, as like that. yeah as Excellent. monty yeah as you know custa <laughs> even sideshow and bren even though like again none of it's yeah. done with malice they just no. you know yep. uh, happens it just you know that it happens the intentionally unintentionally they'll be candid on twitter about if a signing is good or a signing is bad and you know, Uber for the most part has kind of said stayed more on the positive side of those things and just doesn't comment on the bad signings or making fun of whatever. Um, but that's that's changed, I would say, over this past off season. He kind of goes into you know a bit more of a uh, go, goes into kind of an explanation of of why that's changed. Talked a little bit about um, get, getting the silent treatment from Riot and Valorant, which. Yikes, if I'm Valorant, why wouldn't you want Uber there? Um, I don't know. I think there's... I've got a tinfoil hat, but neither the time nor the place. I'm here to talk about the voice of Overwatch. And I saw this video, and uh, funnily enough, I tried to remember exactly what uh what what the article title was, Jessica, but I remember you and, and him having a conversation. I think it was at uh, Take TV. Um, and you know, I, I, I think again, a bit of take delay and credit for you. Um, again, I think he's easily the voice of the overwatch league and the voice of overwatch esports has been for a long time. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was, you know, not too much of a man to say that I welled up that, you know, we, we still have Uber back in the scene. Um, you know, from, from, I think one of the first, if not the first international competition now, uh, you know, going into what looks to be hopefully a successful sequel. Um, yeah, happy to have him. Happy, happy he's still staying here. And um, I hope the league really kind of gives him a little bit more loyalty in that way. And we, we get him for a long time. Yep. I don't know. I don't have much else to add, but it's just good. It's good to know that Uber's back. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of like talking about freelancing. That was a little bit scary there for a little bit. Yeah. Also uh, weird to hear that uh, Lauren didn't embrace him. I guess they're trying to cheap route and try. Eh, I I don't think they understand what they are missing. Also, oh, I mean that's agreed one hundred percent. But is it that strange that like they wouldn't lean on CS? Wouldn't lean on what? Like Counter Strike talent first. Even though I think it's the wrong decision, but. I mean, it, mm. logically, it kind of makes sense. I don't I, think he has to. He has a lower market value than those guys, and he's a better technical caster than all of them. I mean, again, not disagree. Other uh, than Salokist, who's out of the picture, sure, as I understand it anyway. But I, I, everyone this else is just like getting curb stomped by this guy. Yeah, I, I mean, he I, is, again. That's he even says it. Like he's at this point of confidence with himself, and I'm really glad that he's comfortable enough saying it. Um, on a good day, he's the best play-by-play -play caster in the world. Yeah, and he—I mean—he's done CS in the past. Like, it—it it, it is surprising, but I think like, if I were to remove myself, I think there is a logic to going. Well, this has been inspired, or the, the kind of spiritual successor to Counter Strike. Why wouldn't we 
take or, or try to court the Counter-Strike talent yeah. as of today into sure. our game. I think, it's also, I think it's the wrong decision, but I think that's the logic. The Whose thing is, fans like, do you bring in by bringing in someone like Vansilly, right? Like, you're, you're bringing in CS fans. Yeah, well, I guess. The thing is, like, if I'm Valorant, is he not dude, CS? I, I know, know how much I'm it very hurt. I'm very familiar. Right? If you're what? As, as Riot Games, I, would, I know if I get Uber, oh, I yeah, know what that, like, that's that, a that knife in the message is. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's a that's, that's it might a death just rattle. be worth it for me because of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that might just be enough, right? And then, um, but I, yeah, like really strange messaging on that. By the way, what I will say, mm -hmm. what is interesting, mm -hmm. I, okay, I know a little bit more. Knew this was coming in as well, um, but like, ha has the length of the contract been talked about? Uh, in the video that I don't, I don't remember but I thought I remember somebody saying it was it was more than a year I thought he remembered saying it was more than I know a year. yeah I know that he said that it was it was nice um, to not have to go year to year on a contract yeah right it was very okay. very positive on like the size and I, I don't remember the length but he said that he was you know well compensated it sounded okay, like okay so long-term offer keep in mind Yes, okay, there, there's something about stability for a young father, 100% agreed, and I think you also, he also had to make some sacrifices in the optimal, you know, like, uh, situation that he wanted to find himself in, mm. but getting Uber to commit for a long time, like, this guy, for the longest time I felt anyway, is like, you know, the caged lion that you unleash on big stadiums, and oh, yeah. for him signing on, I think that might once again signal that we're going to have more life events than a lot of us think, where it's just like we think like Hobsons are completely gone and we'd only will have like again, or whatever. Messaging issue. Um yeah, I I don't doubt that we're getting live events, but do we think that we're getting, you know, forty-five different home and away games? Probably not. No, no, like no. that plan's probably big bunk and should have been for a long time but are we getting you know stage finals monthly tournament final lands or international competition once the the world gets back to normal 100 with, without a doubt and i think uber like you said will excel in those Dude, in those venues it's like this i guess i can share this already last year people were like teams were once again asking to uh run homestands as soon as possible yeah like they want to do that right they want mm -hmm. to find ways to make it possible for that to happen. And keep in mind that like those investments, yes, like some of it is the infrastructural uh, stuff that Blizzard has to take care of, I'm sure also of the cost, but the brunt of it, I would imagine, is like the venue and that type of stuff. Like that's on the teams. And if they are willing to, uh, or saying like, this is something that we want to pursue, that's the driving factor in all of this, right? Mm. So, um, I know it from a from from a um hopium amount of teams that what am I? <laughs> that um that they really like like to host them as well right so um not maybe not in the in the you know like in the frequency that what if we, we go back to season seen in the end game in one we, city. We have a one city, you know, it's technically a land, but it's not a homestand. It's just like too a neutral small. ground. Not it is too audience. I mean, I do you really expect to do like 
Do you want it to be online for like qualification and then a LAN? Is that something that you're personally into? Just from knowing you, I feel like look, you, like that I think, for instance, this is something I personally think um Monty's wrong about. I don't think the adverse effects of having a small... Like, yes, you can operate a league on, like, 40k viewers. You can totally do that, right? But... Five hundred million? Yeah, I don't know about a five hundred million. The atrophy... <laughs> yes, that's the thing. You, you could scale that There's, all down and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, the yeah. atrophy of whatever you're losing mm -hmm. in third-party coverage will eventually just, like, suck out the 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 drive out of here there's no like all all systems that require volume viewership volume mm -hmm. that add a lot to your scene it starts with journalism media creation content creators supporting like youtube channels podcasts blah 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 that type of stuff to like you know third party software from the from from like replay and analyzing and like um the systems, coaching, and that type of stuff, that type of industry that adds to the entire spectrum, it doesn't stay at 40k viewers then. If you're, if you're making it undesirable for these people to stick around, your scene will slowly die out. You cannot maintain it at that point. It is not a sustainable thing over a decade. It just doesn't work uh, um, if you want to do that. Like uh, You're getting rid of the important bits that key, key uh, of the uh, industry that keep that alive, especially while esports is growing, the grass is objectively green on on the other fields, right? Yeah. So, um, I don't think that's like that, nah. We need like Overwatch Two needs to bring back at least season one numbers. I mean, actually needs to double them because like in, we we're living in a world where the last VCT tournaments. And by the way, <laughs> companion streams should absolutely be counted towards total viewership. Agreed. Is a magnitude more than we sometimes yeah. get. It's it's impacting a whole lot more people on a, on a very wide scale. And it's not just the numbers. It's just all of the different platforms that it's being shown on. Like you said, the, the companion streams are uh, quite quite a widening of that that hose that you know we're spraying on the lawn of Valorant, right? Um, getting a lot of content out there in large doses to people who either wouldn't necessarily be exposed to it or on the fence. So definitely, yeah. definitely a good thing that we could definitely use. Looking at, uh, looking at a lot of people. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think what do you, what are your guys' thoughts on just the co-streaming culture? I mean, we saw this with Valorant, right? So this last week we mm -hmm. had, um, you know, nearly double the viewership on, you know, Shroud, Ninja, and yep. Myth than we did um than we than we did on the mainstream. And again, people, yeah. like it's very easy to say if there wasn't the co-streaming, a good chunk of those would probably be on the mainstream as well. Um, yeah. Uh but not definitely not all. And mm. um definitely even less if those three streamers were streaming and doing something else. Yeah. So, uh, what are your thoughts on um, co-streaming? Because because Overwatch League is, as far as I remember, is the most restrictive in uh, the co-streaming so. it allows. It doesn't allow you to show the game feed um, yeah, outside of just the. I think you can show like the top part, right? So you have the yeah, timer. The, the timer. Yeah. So you basically show the timer so people can like sync up and watch together. 
Yeah. Uh, do you see that as um, like a, the right move to do? Is that a mistake? I think it's a mistake. I think co-streaming yeah. should just be ingrained into um, in, into the DNA of esports. And I think you just make sure that, you know, if you're going to co-stream it, you have to, you have to make sure you have that, to apply. Um, well, you have to uh, make sure that all the sponsorships, like none of the sponsorships get blocked and none of the things you exactly. do, you give them the right info. Tim, yep. you know, that we co-stream the NFL now, right? On Twitch. And, you know, when Tim does it, he has to turn off his, his camera for ads as they yep. come back up. And then he goes back to the game. And if that works, I feel like I'm really surprised that there's there's not a model in between where Overwatch League is and where Valorant is that's good for both investors and sponsors because I would love as a sponsor to have my stuff shown on Twitch to twice as many people, especially for someone that's exclusive on YouTube. I could totally see them, though, if they're doing exclusivity, exclusivity to YouTube. I could see them limiting co-streaming to YouTube. I think I don't it's better like than it. nothing. I don't like it, but I could see that being a potential issue. But I don't know. That's something I'd like to see. Agreed. I think uh, Riot does a great job when in League. If I'm still quoting the the format the right way, I think it's its partner program does a great job of bringing you know large personalities in like LS um, and and many of the other people uh, over there. And then you know we have Myth now and Valorant kind of coming in and restreaming a lot of the TSM games, kind of building a character as their you know pseudo coach and you know, having having fun with some of these games, I think it does a lot for people. It, it creates a different broadcast that you might enjoy if you're a little bit more casual or you're a little bit more analytical and you want to go listen to, to LS, you know, mauled over the draft. Like those are all things that are tailored to you. Um, do they have to be a little stringent? Like, you know, John saying Tim has to remove his face while he's streaming the NFL and whatnot. Yeah, 100%. You still need to you know have that balance. Um, I've waffled back and forth on this. I've I've seen the angle where it's like, does this take away from the major, the main broadcast? Is that something the investors are into? But I think just as a net, I think it's just a net positive to get more eyes on the product. Um, I, I think you could probably sell that to people uh, from the top down. And yeah, I, I think it definitely is a big factor in the the cutting edge, I suppose, as, as cringy as that sounds of, of esports. It feels very esports to have, you know, individuals that are, you know, kind of born and bred in your game you know, support the, 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 the top league or, you know, the region's best and, and come out there and, and show support. I, I, it does good for the league. It does good for the sponsors, does good for the streamers themselves. Uh, it, it seems like a win across the board. Um, and it seems like another thing that Blizzard's just dragging their feet with. I um, mean, and, and a weird dated and kind of archaic model that I hope changes. I hope, you know, John Spector can find a way to make this work uh, or, or, facilitate it or maybe he doesn't even have the power i don't know it's it's difficult to say um but i i really hope that we get something to that degree or or some sort of messaging as to why they can't but even then i doubt that's coming and to be fair when these different co-streaming rules were put into um effects it, it didn't feel like co-streaming was as big of a deal um mm. in in like esports at least it didn't feel like it but i don't know the the csgo culture um, or if they even allow that for me, I only notice it being a really big thing with Valorant, but it's I very big totally in league. Wrong. Oh, it is big. Very, in league? Very, oh, okay. Yeah, it's very big in league. So um, it's, it's but like there again, like thing. there's, yeah, it feels very much like a riot, like 
they're not developing but like they're kind of setting the tone or the pace for a lot of these different things i agreed when it comes to cs i'm not as familiar um i know that you can watch the game in the client i believe with cs tv and like there have been like co-streams in the past but there again it's it feels very invasive where it is just like hey try to sync up and like let's watch the game together it isn't just like a react to the game as it's happening um yeah, I, I think Riot's doing a, a bang up job with with their version of things. Um, I think it should be an application that has to be filled out. I think there has to be like stringent rules and guidelines that people have to follow. And, and if they don't, they get their, you know, license revoked. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's pretty, pretty cut and dry. So it feels like a win all around. Um. Sorry, I've someone brought up a good point. It's like, I don't see a world someone moves to YouTube just to co-stream. It's a massive hurdle. Not if you already have a platform on YouTube. It's really not that yeah. massive of a hurdle. Even the Plat Chat guys, like, yes, Twitch is probably better for them. Um, 100%. But they have, you know, what, 50,000 subscribers there and hundreds of thousands in social media clout. And, like, it's it's... It, it, would, it, would do, it would be worse for people like Avril who has a pretty decent Twitch following, but doesn't do anything for YouTube. Mm. Um, and then having to move over to YouTube to do that. That's where it would be the most effective, but it's, it's not nearly as difficult as, as I think people might think. And again, if yeah. it's not worth it, then they just don't co-stream it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think just opening the floodgates in that way and giving people the decision like, Hey, you can do this if you want. If not, that's totally cool. I think people will do it. Maybe some won't. That's better than just saying, no, we will not allow this. Please don't support us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, I do. I did want to get, I did want to talk a bit more. On Can we flame Valiant now? The LA Valiant roster. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the LA Valiant roster, shall we? Um, yeah. So the LA Valiant roster is live. Well, I recognize some of these names from Chinese contenders. Actually, Should? Does? Um, Tank, Silver 3, NVM, Shou Chang. Uh, by the way, if I butcher the names, I don't care. Uh, DPS, Molan Ron, <laughs> Crystal, Support, Hybe, and it's Wea, right? Ouya. Ouya. Like Oolong. Got it. Um, from my and understanding. Then Coach, JP Cat, and then Hiko from 100 Thieves. Yes, Hiko is, you know, had a disagreement can... with Frost and is now moving to Overwatch yep. as the coach of... It is, it, is, it is not the same Hiko for anyone who, no, who didn't not. didn't catch the sarcasm there. Nope. Yiska, you've been quiet for a while. I want to hear you. Yeah, first. Yiska. What's your opinion on NVM, huh? I mean, come on. Like this Oops. team is in what? On what? the particular player, really? Yeah. What? What? Give, give me you, you. Dude, I like if if I closed my eyes, I could like maybe recall three player names. And don't recognize any other. Uh, I mean, you know, Crystal. Not even, I know Chris, like, no, yeah, like, Molan you know, Ron and like, yeah. Waya. That's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Hi, uh -huh. B, I heard of. I remember right. Silver yeah. 3. He was a Winston, wasn't he? He, he played a he lot was a main of tank. Winston. Yeah. Dead. Was, was decent enough? <sighs> Dude, I was can't. That like, C I, was that Team CC? No, no, no. He was, I think he was just always on T1W. Oh, T1W. Dude, I, I I already mauled it. Like 
Chinese contenders is on at a great time for for us. You know, it's like 10 a.m. I had it on the second screen, whatnot, watching Everett scream. How did you watch that garbage? Jesus Christ. Like, these guys play six 1v1s every team fight. Like, that it is. Basically, yeah. like, I, I posted in Everett's chat. Like, being able to effectively observe and catch every kill, if you manage that as an observer, should qualify you to fly two F-15s with ropes while hanging between them mid-flight. Like, like that stuff is completely ridiculous. Jesus Christ. You should have won So much, dude. So it's much. almost worse. Like, you don't, you don't know the half of it. Um, yeah. Pre-Rolock, you, you really... You 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 miss you've jumped the shark when it comes to like trying to get like true Chinese Overwatch. Um, there is a team coming up in like the tier three point five two point five where they were they were unironically running five DPS. Like you 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 missed it. It was it was better. Um, but yeah, I mean Chinese contenders is crazy. But um, you look at this roster, Yiska, I know that, you know, in, on a previous show you had, uh, you know, maybe stemmed the tide of concern when it comes to this team. Does this roster speak to that? There's in so your opinion? many 20th place teams in the league this year. <laughs> Is there, though? I don't know. I'm just kidding. 20th? No. This one's definitely in Defiant contention. Or 20th. But... Oh, come on. They're not that bad. Yeah, I think... Okay, should I drop a little bit of juice and a little bit in the juice pot? I if mean, you ask it, you have juice? to say it. Yep, give it to us. A little bit. Uh, a little bit. Okay, if I wasn't. If you're, I'm thinking that I might be able to corroborate, but I'm not sure. Okay, I heard that while this team is, of course, like atrociously built in terms of like how it looks from the outside, mm -hmm. they have good parts about them. That They're unlikely do. to be. The Shanghai Dragons of this season. By the way, it would be way easier to lose 16 matches straight up then, than 40, of course. <laughs> and I don't think they will go winless. Oh. They are like the what's been told to me is that they are better than meets the eye. I'm not sure if that doesn't mean that they're still last. <laughs> Probably are. I mean, that's what a tough region as well. Type of juice. Do you yeah, think that this but, is? But but okay, here's they might not be the worst team in uh, in China. That's still so like uh, no 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 no. Does tell me which team you think would be better worse in China? Which team do I think would be worse in China than the Valiant? Um, you will understand that this uh, this statement is re very meaningful, like because they should they should absolutely no, be the worst team in China. One hundred percent. And I know that you've kind of hinted at their their scrim results in the past, and I'm putting out a piece of content that you know. So also do you mean in China that. or in the East, like in in the the East Division, yeah. or are you saying like of the Chinese no, teams? Chinese teams, yeah. Of, of in the Asian region, in the Eastern region, all the eight teams. Of not the, the eight worst. teams, so we're talking Chengdu, Guangzhou, Hangzhou, Los Angeles, NYXL, Fusion, Seoul, and Shanghai. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, 
Um, you would probably say Chengdu could be the worst. But they are fueled but... up, right? Like, I'm you not going yeah, to tell you, by the way, but like, yeah. I, 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 my mind was blown when I heard that. I was like, that is boy, that's cap. Like, I sure. Know. I feel like Hangzhou could die at any minute. Yeah, I, I think there are some teams where they may struggle, especially when it comes to the hero pools. Um, I, I really don't. Or how do I put this? Um, I agree that this team probably will not go winless. I think the format of this league it makes it very difficult for that to happen. Like you have to really mess up um, the fact that there is an increasing amount of information coming from different places that like supports this idea that they are performing well in practice. Take that however you want. I think that's already kind of a, an interesting tidbit when you look at how poorly this roster is built again. For those who don't understand, NVM retired in 2018, has not played a, a competitive game of Overwatch since 2018, mind you. Again, not their only main tank, to be fair. Silver 3 is, has well enough for, or is good enough, I suppose. Their DPS line is, is very talented. I think Molenron and Crystal are, are very good. Um, I think Cho Chang, if need be, can step in and at least play some DPS if, if they wanted to move him around. The issue is when it comes to main support, um, and that's where I do wonder if Hybe's actually playing or they have an additional player signed that just hasn't been announced yet. Again, they haven't even made an English announcement. It's just been strictly on, on Chinese social media um, or maybe they're trialing players. Again, we've had reports coming out or rumors that, you know, maybe they were going to sign somebody and then they weren't because of reasons. Who knows? Not going to comment. Um, but yeah, the roster looks bad. I don't know that we have the full picture, though. I wouldn't be surprised in certain hero pools that they could excel and maybe take some teams close. I definitely think that for all from all metrics that you can measure this team on, I, I find it very difficult to argue that they wouldn't be last. I'm not saying that that isn't the case. I think it's very difficult to look at things objectively as we see them right now and say, this team is better than somebody like Spark or somebody like Charge. Um, that may be, I, I may be wrong in saying that, um, but from what I see looking at these players and covering them um, for a set amount of time, to be fair, um, and comparing them to some of the best teams in, in Asia, I struggle with that. I, I really do. I do not expect this team. I, I think, yes, they, they might be, they may have done well in the past in terms of contenders performance and maybe even in some early scrims, but I don't think that that's enough to kind of move a flex tank moving to main support um, and, and make me believe that they can consistently be not the last team in Asia. I, I do struggle with that. Unless there is some severe like heart attack law like if spark is having to jettison all their players and we just haven't got the news yet like it at that point sure but it feels like to me that yiska is trying to paint this as a season three valiant team has now become a season four valiant team no 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 hold your horses hold <laughs> hold nah dude just saying, i'm dude. just saying that they're not like they're not they're not they're not shanghai during season one that's mine sure Agreed. I think I think we could. I think most people could agree on that. To be fair, and they should have been. 
Shanghai Dragon season one is just an unprecedented thing in general. That should not be a right. barrier for anything we start going into comparing with people. I know people meme meme on it, and like anytime a roster comes out that doesn't look good, there isn't a oh this looks like a four and fourteen team or a five and thirteen team. It's oh and forty season one dragons. Lol, yeah. never gonna win a game. Surprised if they find their way out of the out of the dressing room into the stadium. <laughs> Lol. Like yeah. that's, I mean, that's just Twitter Reddit analysis in a nutshell. Um, yeah. like, I don't think anybody seriously thinks that this is an Owen 40 team, especially given the peaks and valleys of most of the rosters that we see in the East yeah. region. But to be fair, like the way this is built, like it's, it's actually like, you know, when you design a joke, to like assemble like a group of people and you you consecutively get more ridiculous in order to uh, like build that incredible task it's like it's joe frozen by the way he looks he looks at me so intently and then oh yeah pc crash oh okay i, I was going nuts i thought what did i do Cam, cams might mess up for a little bit chat sorry <laughs> so um like it's it's basically like you know, okay, there's some good players in there. This one, there's a controversial player that, like, basically robbed two teams. <laughs> like, there's the guy that hasn't touched Overwatch professionally in the last three years. Like, there's the it's guy the that Ducks. played a completely different role. It's just... It's the Mighty Ducks. It's... That's what you're saying, it's the Mighty Ducks. It is incredible. Like, it's the Goonies, basically. <laughs> like... Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it shouldn't it shouldn't work at any level, but apparently like coaching is good for this team. Um so we'll see how this develops. Of course, like 0 and 16 still possible. Uh I think it's an incredibly on paper, it should be an incredibly strong region. And of course, like whatever I said about them not being last might very well change soon because like people um of course like if you're underperforming below your expectations to that degree, I think mm. that probably like being worse than Valiant should hurt. Be difficult. I don't think any any organization based on the um, investment in the uh, Eastern region should be remotely close. But what 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 did you hear, Joe? I'm I'm, I'm interested I mean, now. This you've I mean you've already kind of uh, mentioned this and. Hopefully, I'm not necessarily leaking anything. Um, but and I'll be kind of talking about this in a piece of content that I'm. It's mm -hmm. basically waiting on the shelf. Um, I have from an independent source, um, basically Alan. I don't think he'll mind me saying it's in the article um, that you know he's heard that they've also performed well, but he warns against necessarily putting too much stock in it, saying like, "Hey, I don't think this is much to go off of." Um, and from you know different people um the fact that this has happened makes me believe that maybe at some point in time the valiant were performing well in scrims and the way that you know at least in my head can in the way that this has kind of played out is very similar to like a distant star exploding right like maybe it was bright and shiny and you know uh dazzling at one point and we just haven't caught the news yet or maybe we're yet to catch the news but when you actually look at it, it's just kind of a dwarf and not very interesting at all. 
So I think at maybe I, at one point they were good, but something may have happened and now they're not so much. Um, to your point, again, I, I don't think they'll go winless. Um, something that Alan also talks about in the piece, which we'll publish sooner or later. Um, and yeah, I think the format allows for them to kind of find a way in. Um, I think the team has merits. I, I again, I there are some glaring issues when you when you sign a main tank that hasn't played in some odd, you know, three some odd years. That's an issue when you have a flex tank that, you know, is promising in his normal role move to main support. That's an issue. We again, funnily enough, and I, it's actually surprising that nobody's actually made this comparison where the Valiant consistently seem to be messing up when it comes to main support. You know, the real ones know. Um, yeah, it, there's there are some glaring issues, but I think barring the drama surrounding Crystal, um, I think he is a, 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 a an absolute stud when it comes to Chinese DPS. Um, I think Molanron has been playing for God knows how long. I think he has merit, even though there are some issues there as well. Um, I, I, I I'd have to consult uh, our resident Chinese expert, but. I, I do remember him having some some problematic stealth heroes, if uh, you catch my drift. But um, there there are some positive things here. Hopefully, at some point they can sign. Stealth <laughs> Great name for I, a I, punk band, by the way. Yeah, that's uh, what Doe's band was named in uh, high school or college or whatever. Better um, than the hard shout boys. Shout out to Doe. Hey, much better. Um, so yeah, I I think I think the Valiant are getting trashed on, and for good reason. But uh, to kind of claim that their Shanghai Dragons 2.0 is, I, I, I don't think that's true. Will they probably be last in Asia? Yes. Will they be last globally? They're in competition for it. But um, there's ways to improve this roster. There's people still out there that, again, could be signed if the deal was sweet enough. Um, let's hope that IGC and, and Lingon Esports can rally together and <laughs> make a bang up team yeah. in the future here's, I don't know here's the funny thing is that this isn't even I think the silliest thing that uh, got posted this week <laughs> oh I'm, uh, okay <laughs> do, we, do we want to do we want to keep talking about Valiant or we feel good I mean no, no, come no. on you gotta give the dog his bone I don't think no. so either we got to make fun of them yeah, for a little bit. Let's already feel on. bad for g giving this orc the time of the day, to be honest. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about uh, maybe the, the silliest thing uh, that we heard this week. And it was from um, Dante. Uh, Dante's stream. And mm. essentially. What did he uh, say, John? Uh, you know what? Should I just pipe through the audio on it? just pipe through the audio of the i mean we can we can fill if you need time to you know engineer oh, on the fly just, i think it'll take me just a second i think yiska is gonna feel very validated in this i think um again take delay i hate that i have to consistently big him up but uh when he's right he's right and you, i think he hit the nail on the head all right um, in more it. ways than one i got it just when I when I first joined Outlaws in season two, I asked Flame if we're getting like any new players, and he unironically said there's no good players and contenders. He said there are no good players and contenders in season at the start of season two, right when I got traded, before any teams made their teams, and then we were like 17th, and all the expansion teams were good, but he said there were no good players and contenders. 
kill them before they actually brain dead. No good players in contenders. Strong agree. Agree. <sighs> Almost like in Audible season one. Neutral. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. uh, okay. I'll jump to a minor defense. I think we all on this on this show could probably admit that there were restrictions placed on him on who he could sign or maybe the budget that he had to spend. I think we'd all agree in that, right? Sure. That's as much as I'm going to defend him. Next. Yeah, I mean, selling Smurf. Great idea. Like, actually, I think it was a trade for Dante, who I will double check was on an expiring contract, which would have not been renewed either way, I think. Or likely not, even though he had a plus one. Must have had. I mean, yeah. you, you go back and look at that roster, their, their supposed academy team. Um, or I guess it's not supposed, but it was just supposed to be their academy team. They had a lot of, a lot of good pieces to that roster that they could have held Smith on to. was on that? What, what else was on GGA? Yeah. I'll look. Yeah. Uh, Sharp. Aid, technically. Smurf. Kaiser at one point. Um, Fisher. Gray. Aid. I don't know if I mentioned him, Kellar. Like there, there's some promising talent that you definitely yeah, could have not signed. Overly like, but, but yes, it like matter. GGA Kaiser had a... on GGA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. But they also had a bunch of teams. That you, if you guys recall, like they had yeah, these they the multiple teams under contract. So like it, it was a completely screwed situation. By the way, like to be fair, at some point someone will write a book at just how screwed up infinite was and just how mismanaged this organization was as a whole and what kind of ripple effects of atrocities this pulled through the esports uh, e um ecosystem how, how down, down low was it mismanaged though because we're talking about a gm level flame this is a flame a flame nah, statement according to above above, above so, sorry. So, Top okay. down. yeah 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 because yeah. no, yeah. yeah. I, I know some people there's some people who are flame defenders and there are some people who are very quick to flame flame and i don't i honestly yeah. don't really have enough information to have mm. formed my opinion on where i i stand on that i generally mm. like yeah, him as a person I, that's about all, all i say and and the teams that he's been responsible for haven't been very good that's about all i can say to it that that's the thing like <sighs> you gotta mention that he de like fair, i hate when people make a good point badly Right, sure. bro. I'm right here. <laughs> no, no. <Ew. laughs> like that's that's my entire thing. Like, if you have a good point to bring up, do your best to get everything correct in, mm -hmm. in the first try. Which I say, while I'm about to probably say something that's incorrect, because it's a while ago and like I don't recall the full. But like, one has to fairly man uh, say like there were restrictions, of course, posed on him during the like whole series of mm -hmm. like uh, valiant ownership that type of thing right but infinite as a whole was just like a mess a mess in general right and the ripple effects of that on on igc and whatnot like incredible um so but whatever you can do with your money let's not let's not i, I in my opinion that outlaws roster massively overperformed in season one anyway that they did it's very true despite not making uh playoffs right 
So that in itself, like the idea that they just needed a tracer play and that was the only thing when everyone is hella upgrading and like we've no. sort of proven that the old god already can't keep keep up. Like keep in mind, like fuel and stuff were not working out very well, right? Like the best North American team uh that by the way completely curb stomped the core of the roster that the outlaws built around right like so like the idea that you just needed minor adjustments is completely bonkers um the fact that they didn't get any contenders or like tier two players other than i think was it fact and, Arhan? and that was later that was much later these were not is immediate absolute bonkers um i think even in season three they didn't so like all of this is completely messed messed up right and yeah i don't think they had uh contenders players in season three technically no um i mean <sighs> then like signing stuff like blase and hydration on the same team never made sense to me like that type of stuff so <laughs> i don't know like that's it was mismanaged like yeah. the fact that people like this got the job over people like nuki always rubbed me the wrong way um but True. what can you do like the system of uh like suggesting gms was flawed in the first place um but yeah like the idea that they were not like empirically ab absolutely false and greatly contributed to the downfall of the outlaws in season two right yep. by the way i gotta run to the toilet real quick yep. you guys by the, by the way it's also worth noting that dante is kind of saying this pretty nonchalantly i have a feeling that if we pulled him in to have like a conversation with him about it to recall the conversation to like i i would also be willing to guess there could be a little bit more nuance to sure like, yeah you know like it's i'm sure like there's another side to the one, story you that's... go into a conversation with with something you want to happen mm -hmm. the the answer you get is not the answer you like and then you just simplify it to the end result because exactly. you didn't like the answer we ran into it all the time um back when i ran community for a company um, they would say, we want this feature. And we had a very transparent approach to how we, um, approach feature requests. And we didn't feel good about giving you a, sure, we'll talk to the devs about it and hopefully it shows up or go throw it on a message board and upvote it and tell your friends. And then we'll take a look at it. Like we just rather, if we thought it was a good idea, we would say why, if we didn't, we would talk about the challenges or the reasons why we might not implement it. Uh, mm -hmm. But what we ended up finding out is that people heard, just heard, no, it's too hard. Or, yeah. you know, when we talk about here's the technological limitations to why we can't do this, or here's the other people um, that, you know, that rely on this feature working this way that it no longer does. And then, you know, they'll go, oh, no, they said it was too hard or that I'm just a minority or my opinion's not important. And they just kind of like oversimplify it to like mm -hmm. the most dense terminology <laughs> that, that they can to just like, I didn't get my way. Um, I don't. <sighs> Does it change your opinion with uh, what dream has reportedly said? I mean, I, I mean, uh, so to, so, just so to, just to put yeah, it jog out there. my memory, just to make sure we're talking um, about the same one. I believe it was on the most recent plat chat, um, kind of going over the Valiant, and I think Dunkey was in there for for some reason. And quite a good episode. Um, I think Sideshow had mentioned that while he was streaming, Dream had come in. They were talking about it, and Dream basically 
from my understanding, corroborated that, uh, yeah, Flame just didn't do anything or supported Dante's statement, basically. Got it. I mean, I believe that could be true. (laughs) I also have known Dream to kind of do that same thing, though, or it's just like, yeah, no, they they sucked. Very, very polarizing. Not polarizing, but like... um, He was very short with the answers. Black or white, just yes or no there's not very very confident in the way that they speak and definitely got that from flame in the past you know going on i, I can totally see co-streams it. And i stuff. can totally yeah. see it i just like i want to make sure that we I, I mean, part of it I like part of it's like why does it matter he's qa for destiny now like what is it what does it matter anymore but um sure. the point is um what a what a silly takeaway in season two where we arguably saw saw like the strongest class outside of the initial class the song the strongest class of rookies um that that um we've seen in any season thing is i think like to say that he thought nobody was going to be good is probably wrong because i think it is yeah i think he stitch and, and stuff Right. Sure. I think you look at that Fusion University core. I, I don't think that he would. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that anybody in their right mind would go. Yeah, you know that alarm guy. Not very good. Uh, I think he's overrated. Yeah, I mean the implied sub uh, message might be there's nobody good in contenders that we could buy. Exactly. Right. So. He di- he didn't feel like he could upgrade, which again would disagree with. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it was all over the place. The fact that, you know, in season two, they did make the decision. I think fact fiction was fine enough. Um, They felt very funnily enough. Both Texas teams are are very slow to actually make roster moves and get things done. It felt like they were holding on to people way past their dates. Um, The fact that Arhan got signed to this team and basically never played outside of playing Brig every once in a while. Just beyond me. yeah, the, again, the real ones will know, like, not the best player in the world by any stretch of the imagination. And the fact that you're going out, we get this now and Arhan was signed. It, it doesn't help the whole nepotism argument. I'm not saying that's necessarily what happened, but it doesn't doesn't necessarily help the the optics of that, I suppose. Yeah, Houston. I think I think they're turning a new leaf, though. I mean, I am interested to see what Junkbuck and, and Harsha can do with this roster that they've they've kind of cobbled together. But. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of at least for the next few years or next few seasons, they're going to be kind of uh, clouded with the, the past regime in a way. So what are you going to do yeah. what are you going to do? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to end the show. Um, <laughs> it's been it's been a long one. It was a fun one today. We had a good conversation, yep. nice good long one. By the way, I know not everybody likes every topic that we talk about. There's timestamps. Okay. There's timestamps. Skip it. Just skip the conversations you don't like. But click the ads though. Click the ads. Go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Leave a sub at twitch.tv slash kick tripod. That's right. Go to my Amazon wish list. Subscribe, subscribe to my on my OnlyFans. Only oh, yes. Let's go, boy. Got him. God damn it. 
anyways, chat, thanks so much for hanging out today. Big thank you to our new patron, Chris G. And big thanks to the resubs, Fussel Kafer, Ashador, Spark, uh, Sparky Shocker, Hoagies, Foolish, and Jared RPG coming in with the raid. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, also, big thank you to our patron producers, Refined Bean, Ferdino, Battlecrab, Lotion, Rex Zane, Sir Girthalot, Pork Chop, Sammy, Kasha67, Shara Nathan, Your Misery, Fabled Steven, Roger B, Chris R34444, and Bronze Bot Boo Howl. Uh, if you like the show, again, go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Uh, follow us on Twitter, tactical underscore crouch. All that good stuff. Uh, you just got shout outs for the week. Where can people find you? Um, As always, writing for GG Recon, I put out an article today talking about why it makes the winion sense that Overwatch players are absolutely clapping it up in Valorant at the moment. Of course, face like Baby Bay performing very well, probably one of the top three top five players uh, uh, in the North American scene at the, at the moment, at least. Um, made it to the finals. Like, that's just a logical conclusion of how, who we filtered for in Overwatch. If that confuses you, read the article. I, I think it does a decent job at explaining my argument. All right. Uh, Joe, what about you? What are you up to? Um... Kind of alluded to it on the show. Uh, spoke with Kenobi and Alan, one of the Chinese commentators, um, on the Valiant and kind of getting their take on the players that have been signed, the issues, the you know minor positives, and um, yeah, some insights there that'll be coming out sometime soon. Um, for GG Recon, we have a interview with the Vancouver Titans head coach Flubby, who um, was very wholesome. A lot, a lot of. Um, a lot of inspiring i think it probably is better deserved in an actual audio format to kind of hear like the excitement in his voice when he talks about you know slogging away in contenders and, and never really being able to like see or like interact with those players like in person and the fact that he gets to now with you know the, the people he kind of uh rose up the ranks with or at least some of them um you know it was actually pretty touching it was actually really cool to hear and uh you know respect the team and, and i hope they do well you know, uh, we'll 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 come to maybe we'll come to blows when it comes to power rankings, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I think deserves a lot of respect in, in his career and what he's done so far. So go go check that uh, out on GG Recon. Um, still doing the coast stream, not not necessarily coast stream, more reviews with Mushu Beef over on Broadcast GG's YouTube or Twitch channel. Um, talked about EU Valorant, but I think I'm gonna have to buy a, a train whistle, lads. Uh, I think uh, I think I might have to pull a trick out of Monty's old book because I'm um, I'm liking what I'm seeing from Korea. I'll say it now. So if you're if you're into Valorant, mm. go check that out. And uh, yeah, some stuff in the works. And they never learn, find it they? if you want. <laughs> they, they never, never learn. learn. They really they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, as for me, I'm pretty busy. I haven't had much time to do anything fun. I've been wanting to like. I think we get back into fun. watching some Valorant stuff. Um, haven't been able to do that. Been playing some <laughs> Valorant. Oh, good, good. Played some Overwatch. Running Torghast. Oof. I'm glad I'm over that. They changed which legendary is best for Shadow Priest. And now I have to like. Bless up. I feel get, for you. Get another one. So. Dude, I so. Yeah. I saw the views on your YouTube videos. Jesus Christ, on. you're popping. Yeah, dude. I mean, 
I, I don't know about popping, but it's been really cool to see people tuning in to the videos. Um, so thank you if you better than that. most Overwatch League franchises. YouTube.com. YouTube.com slash kicktripodyt. Um, yeah, I'm very I'm, useful on the multi-track uh, OBS recording. I use that to set up. Yeah, it's kind of I've kind of got like a tech audio streaming angle to to it all right now and so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm working on some like a webcam review and i've shot it a few times but i just haven't been happy with it uh i have some other topics and stuff i want to discuss too but yeah the it's been fun building up that that little account from from nothing because we transferred yeah. it used to be the show used to be at youtube.com slash kick tripod and then we um, I rebranded the vanity URL, took all my personal videos out, um, re-uploaded a couple of the good ones, and then reshot some other ones. And I've just been kind of doing that there. It's been really great. Good enough that Elgato sent me the sound panels to review, so that was cool. Hey, hold on. Yeah. So, good all right. Stuff. That's going to do it for us, chat. Thanks for hanging out. We will see you on next Wednesday That's for another true. episode of Tactical Crouch. Um... The the week after that is when we're going to be starting power rankings. We're going to be doing two weeks mm. of power rankings. So get ready, strap in. Uh, we might do something where we can maybe we can do something with I don't know Fish and Eric or something to like get some aggregate tactical crouch rankings. Okay. Like like maybe we did a community for poll? yeah we're you know because we did that with the players right and that's how we you know populated the spreadsheet with the best available. Mm -hmm. I'd be interested if we yeah. do the same thing for uh, power rankings. Um, that would be super fun to do and just kind of compare ours. Um, and then I think we'll, we'll set it up and, and do everything in sheets so that we can kind of reveal everything. Um, mm. I'll have to talk to Eric about that. Uh, but yeah, anyways, that's going to be coming up soon. For those who are wondering where our power rankings is, it's coming. They're coming. And Overwatch League is launching just around the corner. We're so close. Thanks to everybody again who's been hanging out. We'll see you next week. Bye.